Turning the ringer off my phone, we were answering group questions tonight. Uh, you have to post the questions, and I'm going to answer them for you as best I can. If I can't, I'll tell you that I don't know the answer, and we'll uh, we'll find it for you tomorrow. Um, so we got 60 people commented that want answers on some questions. Some of them are quite comical. Those have been addressed already. Let's see that one, that one, that one. Get to the first question. Hopefully, give provide everybody some value this evening and help you go out and do your job a little bit better. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Brian Darte definitely want to make it out. Uh, KJ Will again. Sorry, dude. No. Uh, not out of my out of my wheelhouse. Uh, Eddie Ring. Okay, cool. Saw it. Cool, man. Um, yep, Mikey Gromek. Winstrel. Let's get to the good ones. <laughs> Maybe covered already, but the odor of burnt marijuana and searching a car with open access to the trunk from the back seat. Uh, Kyle Place. Um, so, dude, regarding that, it just goes back to that scope of search. And um, for New Jersey folks, again, this is going to be a New Jersey answer. If you're out of state, it's different. Um, there's a lot of different perceptions on things. I know that uh, in Union County, New Jersey, there's there's been some uh, there's been Nate P who's been directing people to search regardless of what PC you have the entire car bumper to bumper, which is cool because that kind of make, only makes sense. But uh, it really depends on that. I know what you're saying. Like, is it a hatchback? Can you go right into the trunk of the car? Look, um, it just falls back into that one thing. When in doubt, ask for consent, call for a canine, or at the worst case scenario, you'll have to call assistant prosecutor and apply for a search warrant. That should be your last step in what you're doing. Then at that junction, you would then tow the car. But uh, man, ask for consent. If you feel like it's a weird area and you're like, I don't know if I can go that far, just ask for consent. They deny it. You know the car smells. Call for a dog. Let the dog indicate on the car. That's my, my best advice for that. Uh, can you please go with the motor vehicle pursuit guidelines, J. Miggs? No, but I will put them up there. You can read them. Um, you know, there's a caveat in the in the New Jersey motor vehicle pursuit guidelines on what you're allowed to chase on. And if somebody begins to run from you, they create a danger to the public, that whole nine. Um, but really, your motor vehicle pursuit guidelines really come down to what your agency is going to allow you to do. And that's just the simple answer for it. My guess is that you're asking me to, to go over that because your agency is not hot on vehicle pursuits. That's what I got to tell you. That's what I'm, my guess is. Just, just taking a shot in the dark on that one. Uh, flaming poop, dog poop, and the human response. Uh, get a boot on and step on dog shit. Make sure you, you step on it real good. Uh, what do you do when you pull over a brother from VA? A friend told me this is automatic probable cause to detain and break their balls. <laughs> uh, very funny. Um, look, man, if you if you rise to the level of uh, somebody who is a fellow police officer who's going to break your balls for a fucking motor vehicle violation, and you you or I don't want to say rise, you fall to the level of somebody like that, and they think it's uh, it's imperative to break chops uh, from one cop to another. Like you're just as sad as that person is. Show them what courtesy is about. Who gives a shit, man? Listen, not what. There's bad apples everywhere, bro. Don't think there's guys in New Jersey who haven't. And it's let me tell you, guys across the country. If you get caught ridden another cop in New Jersey, you will be banned from this state. It's just the way it goes. Professional courtesy runs deep here. That's New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania. This whole area, very, very. So if you're watching this. You know, I imagine most people in this group are are, are guys who are really uh, going to provide probable cause. But uh, I'm traveling the country now. Here's some scary stuff, guys. So all I can tell you is when you're traveling around other places, like if I'm going to North Carolina to visit my my wife's uh, grandparents, yeah, I don't speed, brother. I don't. Tr I just don't. I've heard the stories. I've. I don't screw around. I actually really don't speed here. And anybody who's traveling out of country, be careful. And even here, be careful that that, that drunk driving, man. Um, that's where it's where a lot of our guys. Uh, get jammed up. It's, you, know, you get away with it a lot of times, but when you when something happens and you 
fuck, dude. I mean, you're just fucked. And Uber's so cheap. That's just my advice, man. I know it's got cheesy, but anyway, uh, yeah, man. So yeah, they're not exactly Eric Boberic. Uh, we are, I, we know everybody from Virginia is not a douche. I met a lot of cool guys from Virginia, but I've also met some scummy fucks from Virginia too. But you know, I don't know what the whole thing is with that, but there's scummy fucks here too, dude. Like there is, like, there's a lot of really good guys there. So, oh, let's see. Uh, Nick Sidoti, consent to search vehicle denied during investigation. Passenger willingly gives up the drugs that were in her purse, which was still in the vehicle. Do you have the car at that point? Yes. Uh, but again, if this is New Jersey, there's a scope of a search, um, Back to the whole thing, one in doubt, ask for consent, call for a canine. But yeah, there's a case that came out, if somebody wants to try to play devil's advocate and, and challenge what I'm explaining to you here is, there was a case that came out where it didn't allow you to go back to the car, but they never stopped the car for suspicion. Um, this whole case, how, how it unfolded. The guy thought the passenger had a warrant. He gets out of the car, he walks away. They stop him 25 feet from the car. When he locks him up for the warrant, like a bag of weed falls out of his his, uh, his sleeve. And then on the other bag, uh, the other side, his sleeve that he had tucked up, crack cocaine falls out they go back to the car and they said the search was no good but they really said the search was no good because there was no motor vehicle stop there was no title 30 i'm sorry there's no motor vehicle violation this wasn't an investigation on the side of the road if you were building up enough reasonable suspicion then you find drugs and that's kind of what the focus was for your stop you're good to go to go back into that car that's my advice um nothing per se in case law says that but remember when you guys pose a question to me I'll take everything I know for search and seizure, especially regarding the motor vehicle stop. And I bounce it off the top all over my head, and I try to give you the best answer that I can give you. Um, is there a slight opinion? Yes, but it's a very educated opinion. And um, I would like to hear somebody else try to argue something differently. Um, decline this right now real quick. Uh, Brad, you call me. Brad, I'll call you back shortly. Um, okay. So that's that's my answer to that, bro. I, I think you're good to go there. But again, back to the thing, when in doubt, ask for consent, call for a canine or apply for search warrant. Guys, even if you have small amounts of PC in New Jersey, it doesn't hurt to ask for consent to search. I know that people can't understand why. I've explained it a hundred times. And uh, you know, it's hard translating that to an administration who doesn't understand why he's dead either. Um, when guys write, had a guy write to me before, said to me, posing me a question about like how he's being, quite, I'm not even going to get the details in case somebody from that incident is watching this. And I'm like, bro, like, I... I know that you're that the translation is where your supervisors aren't understanding what proactive patrol is or whatever, what, what police work really is essentially on motor vehicle stops and criminal interdiction. So how do you translate that to somebody who has no idea what you're talking about, especially when you're involved in a group like this, you've taken my training, but this guy's never done like, you know, 23 years in the job, never had a proactive patrol arrest, you know, or reads case law and thinks they know what to talk about, can't interpret it correctly. Like, I get it. There's a struggle. Um, and just you got to listen to your bosses, man. There's nothing I can do about that. You must listen to your bosses. Uh, and for all the good bosses out there, like kudos to you for understanding what guys are doing. And even if you're not one of those guys who is super proactive, don't hinder the guys that are proactive. Dude, I have. Oh, should I bring you up? Don't click me. He said I can add you right to the group. Um, I'll call you back in a minute, dude. All right, so uh, I asked a nervous driver to step out of the vehicle last week. She complied, and I asked her some very basic questions, and she asked for a lawyer. At what point do you see reasonable suspicion of detaining a driver on a car when PC is not yet obvious? You suspect a crime but don't know what crime just yet. What is the case law on the most minimum standard? Jeff, uh, just so you know, dude, like, you'll – oh, nice, Greg. Brad, that's awesome, man. I'm going to call you short. That's great, man. Um, Jeff, you're never going to know – what's in somebody's car all you're gonna know is that something's wrong here nobody has a fucking crystal ball to determine what you're gonna find in a car the judge judge posed me that question one time he goes we're getting a search warrant for a car he goes what do you what do you think is in the car i go your honor if i knew that i'd be charging him with two c charges right now all i know is something's wrong 
and a canine indicated in the car. So certainly we know that there's something illegal in the car. I didn't pick this car randomly. This is from years of experience, reaction to my presence when they passed me in the roadside interview. Uh, Jeff, if you, have a, if you have a supportive administration, my advice to you is if you have somebody who's clamming up on a motor vehicle stop and you suspect that there's criminal activity afoot, you're, you're probably your last ditch effort is uh, really thoroughly investigating what you can and calling for a canine unit, letting the dog sniff the car to see if you get a positive indication for narcotics. If you're in New Jersey or any other state that, that has the automobile exception, this will allow you the right to go into the car, develop, establish this probable cause. So that's my advice on that one, brother. Um, but again, I have to emphasize enough to you guys, like if you have, I always had a supportive administration, uh, you know, I'm not going to discuss again, like I always say, the current state of where I came from and, and what they're, what's going on over there. It's not my business. I don't work there anymore. Um, but really I had a very, at, at, from Lieutenant down, I always had supportive staff. They never shot me down anything. They understood what I was doing. Uh, even if they didn't participate in it, I always, one guy, Greg's in the, in the group, he's a Sergeant of midnights when I worked midnights. I mean, there was never a question about the things that I was doing. It was just always a, a pat on the backs. I didn't need to be rewarded with training and put in special divisions. I just like the job, man. That's all I did. I like the job. I'd have to get on my knees to get something. I'd have to kiss somebody's ass. Um, so, like, I just enjoyed the job and I had a good administrative. So, but you got all have to understand you must have administrative support that understands what you're doing and is going to say, okay, we're giving you the benefit of the doubt in this. Um, you called for the dog. We get why you did that. You can't have a guy who has no idea what you're doing, and then you're calling for dogs. He's in a panic and a fit because maybe you're working at an agency that the, that the behaviors there is like write people up and shit, and like you work in a you know you're, you're under a monarchy or a, like the ruling of some crazy psychopathic administrators that are writing people up and chopping people's fucking dicks off left and right for absolutely no reason. Maybe because that's the culture of the agency and how it's been for years, and nobody's changed that. That's the, that's it's a, it's an awful thing to have to live and work under those kind of circumstances. Nothing more comforting for police officers in this world to have a supportive administrative staff, uh, even if you don't understand every division, at least understand what people are doing and they're doing they're working within the best efforts to try to do what we did to sign up for here is become police officers. Um, again, I'm not trying to lock horns with administrations. The truth is the truth. It hurts. You don't like to hear it. It is what it is, man. I don't behave that way. But if you do and you don't like hearing that you do, sorry. But it's the fucking truth. Like, there's no reason to be writing people up proactively, ever. We just never happened where I worked. Never. One time, I know one guy did it. He's a fucking asshole. And he's gone now. He, they gave him the fucking boot. He's a jerk off. Had no friends. Picked on when he's a kid. Became a sergeant. Uh, complete psychopath. Ran everybody out. Um, okay, so that's that's that. But again, some advice. Do you like movies about gladiators, Tim? I did. Uh, does the owner of PCP give you the same search capabilities as marijuana? Uh, not F. I will have to uh, say that there is no case law on that. But if you have experience with the odor of PCP, I could see that playing into your favor that you could describe. You've had a couple of arrests before. You know what the distinct odor of PCP smells like. You smelt it. Um, and I would say if you can just prove that you have some experience with it, just like if you read State versus George Myers and arresting for the odor of marijuana, they wanted to see any of these cases when you're doing hand-to-hand -hand drug transactions, they want to see some kind of experience on this. So if you had experience, again, my advice would be I think you would be okay in that circumstance. But again, when in doubt, ask for consent, call for a canine, or at some point contact an assistant prosecutor or an attorney general or wherever the fuck you work and request a uh, you know, the application for a search warrant. And tasers being sold to the public, Anthony, no fucking clue, dude. Uh, sorry, brother. I have, I have no clue. But I don't see why not. People should be carrying guns in the state and we're not. And 
you know, now we get a liberal governor and we're going backwards again with that whole shit. Uh, you know, it's got, we have like, it's like, it's like the, the weirdest scale ever here in the state. But anyway, guys, that's all the questions I have. Um, hopefully I provided value to everybody this evening. If you need anything from me, you want to pose a question, shoot me a text. Um, and Bradley, I'll be calling you right now.